come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Ser sentados, por favor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 322 of Word on the Main Street Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Sean Lords. And I'm Brian Lords. Yes, you are correct, folks. Your ears do not deceive you. He's back after his two-week hiatus. Has it really been two? Wow. Yeah. I'm terrible. Well, technically, like we took off for Pioneer oh, yeah. Day. True. And so true, I recorded true. that alone, just a little blip thing. And then you were too busy for us last week. So, yeah, Always. two weeks, two weeks. So, anywho, before we get into our beautiful episode today, we do want to th- uh, let you guys know this episode is presented by. All Enchanting Ears, Yvonne Paradise, Beck and Ruby Lords, and Mr. Bill Schirkenbach. And we also have our wonderful, beautiful, talented sponsor, <laughs> Get Away Today. Absolutely. Get Away Today is a fantastic travel company to work with. And if you need to get away, make sure to contact them today. They're going to make sure they get you the most magical trip possible. And if you guys need to get away, make sure to give them a call at, uh, well, wow, I am <laughs> way off. Um, if you need to get a trip book, be sure to let them know about our promo code. That is, of course, Main Street Pod 10. That's all lowercase, the number one zero, and that is going to get you $10 off any two-night or longer Disney travel package. So visit them in their office in South Ogden, Utah, online at www.getawaytoday.com, or give them a call at, uh, wow, 855-GET-AWAY. <laughs> that is 438-2929. It is for sure a rough <laughs> go today for me. Uh, it's all Goodness. good. Well, I will let uh, let people know that that ten dollars could get you a uh, let's see the Tanu Swirl Crunchy cereal from uh, Galaxy's Edge over at the Blue Milk Stand. I don't know if people remember us talking about it, but it is the. Uh, Blue milk topped with raspberry jelly, mini rainbow crunchy candies, and, and that's it. I I don't know why they say crunchy cereal. Maybe it's because it's in blue milk and it's crunchy. Could be. I don't know. It's kind of misleading because I, I would have assumed there was like fruity pebbles on top or something like that. But you uh, what they mean by that. But no, it's raspberry jelly and nerds is what you're getting in that. But uh, go try that on us just for booking with Getaway Today and using that promo code. All right. Uh, This week at the Disneyland Resort, the hours are pretty simple. Just like last week, August 10th through the 16th, Disneyland's open 8 to 12. DCA is open 8 to 10. And Downtown Disney 
is open seven to one. No events going on right this moment, but uh, just just you wait. Uh, <laughs> and uh, as far as closures go, Disneyland, the monorail is set to reopen August 31st. Mr. Toad is set to reopen August 11th. And the Haunted Mansion will be closing its doors August 14th uh, for, you know, the arrival of Jack Skellington and and all his gifts. Gets earlier every year. Gets earlier every year. And that will reopen September 1st as the Haunted Mansion holiday. And then over in California Adventure, Toy Story Midway Mania is set to reopen on the 18th of August and Redwood Creek Challenge Trail the 15th of August. And that is it at the Disneyland Resort. Still uh still pretty pretty uh full force there with most of the attractions. So I mean the, the best one's not gonna be open starting the 14th, but sure. but <coughs> It's a little crazy that holiday has taken over now a third of the year. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I think I ranted about this last October, November, (laughs) December, and you know it's going to go into part of January. So over a third of the year. Well, yeah. Well, you've got, yeah, you're saying September, all of September, October, November, December. Last year they did all of January. I don't know if they're going to do it this year. I hope not. But that's five months out of the year, plus about a month of setup and takedown. Yeah. So we only get six months of the pure amazingness that is the Haunted Mansion. Before they defile down. it, it <laughs> should close down after Halloween. Yep. Open in time for the holidays. They are really quick about making that transition now. They don't okay. need much more than that couple weeks. Right. They're only taking a couple weeks to transition it now. So is it November first? November first. Reopen for the holidays. Exactly. Exactly. At the end of December. Yes. To transition back. Yeah, because uh, Halloween just—I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> why have Christmas? And don't in get Halloween? me wrong, I enjoy Haunted Mansion holiday. I agree. I agree. It needs to be regular for Halloween. Yes. I don't yes. care if Jack's a citizen of Halloween Town or not. He <laughs> is bringing he's, Christmas. He's bringing to Christmas. The Mansion. Yeah. Yep. The uh, Christmas shouldn't be in Halloween, but the Halloween at the Haunted Mansion should be in Christmas. You know what I'm saying? True. You know what I'm saying there? Anyway, give the ghosts their holiday. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that's it. If you guys are going, have fun. Enjoy it. Get me something good. And... uh, yeah, let's head on over to Brian's Trivia Corner, where the trivia is at a 90-degree angle. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Brian's Trivia Corner. It is literally in a corner. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is, once again, trivia time. 
Yeehaw. Yeehaw, indeed. And I know that uh, we had some people upset that we haven't had trivia for a minute. But here it is, once again, making its return, just like me. So let's get right into last week's, not not last week's, last time's question. I always make that mistake every time we've had a, a long trivia break. Anyway, last time's question was, what state did the petrified tree in Frontierland at Disneyland Park come from? So it is right close to where Sean and I are residing but not quite in utah but it is right next door in a little state known as colorado colorado is where that petrified tree had come from and we i know we did have some correct answers on that one so that was awesome way to go guys well done um let's see if you guys can keep that going into this week's question and that is going to be but before i get to that we're going to talk about how this is brought to you by All Enchanting Ears because Brian forgot to do that at the very beginning. <laughs> AllEnchantingEars.com. They can get you guys set up with some customizable ear hats, uh, whether those are the magnetic interchangeable ears or some ears on a ball cap that uh, are a little easier to deal with than those headbands because headbands are not the easiest things to wear. Even my wife is not the biggest fan of headbands because they're a little tight sometimes. <laughs> cause a little bit of a headache. But ears on a hat, that's the ticket. And ear, allenchantingears.com can get you set up with some ears just like that. Go check them out. They've got a variety of options for you to choose from, and you will be sure to find something you will enjoy. So getting right into this week's question, that is going to be, what is the name of Donald's boat in Mickey's Toontown? Mm-hmm. I believe this is still accurate, even after the remodel of Toontown. I don't think I've seen anything to the contrary. But if it's changed, this is the old <laughs> name of the boat. So, uh, but I like I said, I don't believe it's changed. So yes, what is the name of Donald's boat in Mickey's Toontown? If you know the answer or think you know the answer, <clears throat> send that over to me. That's Brian B R Y A N dot W O T M S at gmail dot com. And of course, you can always send me an email if you would like at Sean, S-E-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. You can also join us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And uh, if you want to support the show, the best way to do that is, of course, listening to the show every week, every Wednesday, sharing it with those that might also enjoy it. And of course, leaving us a nice five-star review and subscribing if you haven't already on the following platforms that would of course be apple podcast soundcloud stitcher player fm tune in google play amazon music audible spotify and reason and uh if you want to give us your hard-earned cash the best way to do that is to go to the t public store which is linked in the show notes and our social media or just go to buymeacoffee.com slash W-O-T-M-S and donate churros. Yes, yay, churros to us uh, starving podcast creators 
Uh, that would be nice as well. You can uh, do a whole year of churros at a discount, or you can just do a one-time donation or whatever, whatever uh, floats your boat. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that's everything, right? Didn't miss anything. So. Um, speaking of email, we did get an email from our good oh, friend, Bill. Oh, good. Uh, so uh, you thought it was a bad email. You never know sometimes. Uh, so uh, he had voiced his concern about the alcohol in Disneyland as well. Uh, were you on the episode when I talked about that? I don't remember. <laughs> it's been so long. Uh, I I have no idea. I I was we I had the Pioneer been... Day episode. And then I think that was last week that I we talked about it. The week that I was gone camping. So I think I talked about it last week. I haven't listened to it either. So I don't know. But uh, I'm sure you're aware they're putting alcohol in Disneyland in the sit down restaurants. Oh, yeah. Actually, uh, that might have been a week that I was there. I think we did. Anyway, bring I don't that know. Up. anyway he just said uh, he's not sure about it. Uh, and he thinks his opinion is it sounds like it's a test to see if it will work. If it does, will they expand it into other areas? Nobody of the park? go and use it. <laughs> nobody, nobody drink at Disneyland. Yes. Go to California Adventure, get sloshed, and then go to, to Disneyland. What are? Yeah, okay. Anyway, also. He brought up an interesting question. He had asked us, what are our five favorite Disney songs? Ooh. Which is crazy. Uh, he says he found it hard because there's so many good musical tracks that Disney has done, whether you're thinking yeah. movies, the parks. There's so much. Yeah. Uh, so do we get a week to go over this? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, let's think on it. And I, either we'll do it do next week or this. we'll do an after hours episode on it. Yeah. Uh or something, but anyway. Um, I, I can't I can't just do this off the cuff. I have to think about this it's, a little it's bit. It's a hard one. Uh he listed some of his favorites, but there were more than five. So it doesn't count, really. Well, that's not fair. You can't ask <laughs> us for five and then give more than that. Right? What uh, kind of example are you setting? Terrible one. Uh, he uh, he said, when can we do this again by Al City from Wreck-It Ralph? Ooh, that's Fantasmic. A uh, Electric Light Parade. This is what dreams are made of from the Lizzie McGuire movie. I can't I don't say know I know that, that I know song. That. Theme to Phineas and Ferb. Ooh, yeah. I've been listening to a lot of Bowling for Soup <laughs> lately, and I'm all about that. Yeah. I'm actually, I'm really disappointed because Bowling for Soup's going to be here in Utah on uh, what's known as Utah Escapes to Anaheim oh, weekend, yeah. and I'm going to be out of town, so I can't <laughs> go. No. I would love to go, though, because yeah. I love Bowling for Soup. They are good. They are good. Uh, so if you're in town, October 14th, right. I think, at the complex. 
Who are they with? They were touring with Less Than Jake at one point. I don't think Less Than Jake is with them on this one. Interesting. Um, I wonder who. I'd have to look and see. But uh, when you wish upon a star. Oh, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) All right. Uh, He also said, when you wish upon a star. Classic. Classic. Uh, The opening song in Hercules. Like the muses? That's what I'm thinking, yeah. Right? It's the opening song, right? I'm trying to think of like... I don't know. (laughs) And then he says the opening song in Hunchback. Ooh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. For some reason, he put this last, the Haunted Mansion. That's first. So should be the first one you think of. <laughs> I can tell you that's going to be the first one on my list, but uh, you know, I don't think that's. I a have to spoiler. imagine the Hercules one is the one right after the, the deep announcer voice goes, "You go, girls," and then the mu- <laughs> muses take over from there. It's got to be that one. It's got to be. But uh, yeah, it's crazy. And then, do you get into like, are you are we talking like Disney original? You know what I'm saying? I would say it's got to be anything or, under the Disney umbrella. <laughs> or could like, you I don't put Marvel that, in there? I don't or... know that I would put any of that. I think it's got to fall under like the purview of Disney. But then like you think of uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. In my opinion, that's under and that was Disney touchstone. umbrella. I think that wasn't Disney been, at first. I think any kind of property that's been acquired <laughs> recently, like Star Wars and Marvel, yeah. I don't think those ones are applicable personally. Yeah, yeah I probably wouldn't put them in my list. Because you'd have to think things like, like that, I would definitely put in. You would have to think of things like the Star Wars, like title theme which yeah. would be hard imperial march imperial march and then cantina band indiana jones is disney now and so it's like the simpsons themes the indiana jones theme <laughs> like that's a classic piece of yeah movie I, music. I wouldn't be able to include those in my personal list yeah but they're fantastic Mr. Bill is going to have to clarify his question. Yeah, clarify <laughs> what you are wanting us to go over. I guess if we're including everything, then I'm really going to have to think about this because could be a big struggle. Yeah, yeah, it could be. It's already <laughs> tough, even just like Disney. Yeah, but yeah. if you include like Marvel music and Star Wars and Indiana Jones, all that, you know what I think would be easier to answer, yet still pretty effective is your top five Disney movie songs, your top five Disney park songs, your top five Disney TV songs or whatever. You know what I mean? And and maybe we need an episode where we just talk Disney music and we go over all those different categories. (laughs) After hours. (laughs) Yes. Currently it's going to have to be me doing that after hours thing, which is going to be weird for everybody, but you know, whatever. But uh, volunteer and record something. 
<laughs> I haven't had anybody yet. No, but uh, come on, people. But uh, yeah, let's dive into our topics for the day. There's not a lot since last week. I feel like we had a huge week last week and Brian missed it all. And then here we are with not a whole lot. But um, before that, I don't think there was like anything. No, not really. Then they unloaded a bunch. But, uh, you know, this week or I don't know, maybe I could get your opinions on some stuff from last week. I don't know. It's it's up to you, but uh, Jim Corcus, Paul Rubens passed. Yeah, forgot about Bad stuff. Uh, Let's see. He wrote some great books. He wrote, yeah, a lot of books, too, I feel like. Yeah, a lot of them, true. Um, Paul Rubens, we were talking, DJ Rex, also R2, hey, sorry, uh, RX24 in uh, Star Tours. So, anyway, I got a little emotional last week talking about Paul Rubens, just because oh, I was talking about how we would like scan the TV guide to see when Pee-wee's Big Adventure was coming on. Oh, yeah. And watch it as often as possible. But, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and last week I did talk about alcohol being added to uh, Disneyland restaurants. So what's your take on this alcohol addition to uh, Riverbell Terrace, Cafe Orleans, and Carnation Cafe? I don't think it's needed. I mean... People are going to do what they're going to do. People that are in charge right now are going to make the decisions that they're going to make. Uh, I don't think it's needed. Keep it at Club 33 in Disneyland. If people want to go to California Adventure, it's been their option to go right. there to get beverages like that for a while or be able to get into Club 33. Uh, but things are driven by the dollar. And that's, that's true. what's going to give them the dollars. I guess that's what they're going to do. So. My whole thought was like, I've been on this kick where I feel like Disney just does not care about the legacy (laughs) about Walt Disney and what he wanted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They just, they don't really care about that. They just want to get that dollar. They just want... And I thought the same thing with Hatbox Ghost and them putting that at the beginning of the Haunted Mansion in Walt Disney World. That makes zero sense. I don't know if you heard that yet. I did hear that. But, it makes uh, absolutely no sense to me. It's like they, they just don't care about the the established story. In the, I get that it's a messy story, the Haunted Mansion, but they just don't care about what's established, I feel like. They're just like, oh, this this would be cool. And they just throw it in. Yeah. In a weird spot. But anyway. And then Fantasmic returning without the dragon. What are your thoughts? Should they kill it? Kill the show and find something new. If we're not going to bring the dragon back, forget it. Nice. Yeah, that's about my thoughts, too. Either put the money in for the dragon. Because as a kid... And seeing kids watch it, <laughs> that's like a really, like, in my opinion, necessary part of Fantasmic. Yep. 
I agree. for that awe and that just amazement. I just don't think the show has as much. No, it doesn't have the without it. It, it needs that element. Yeah, like, that is a huge part of that show. I don't know how you go and not do that. I mean, I know that they've had like times where the dragon's been down that they've right. done alternate things, but like are they I gonna do a water that, screen and just project a dragon? That's that's stupid. what they've done. <laughs> I mean, that's what they did when the dragon's been down before. And yes, it suffices for the time being, like right. while they were working on it. But we all knew that it was coming back. If it's not going to come back and it's going to be a permanent thing that it's the water screen, I don't want it. Yeah. I I probably will not take the time to go and sit and watch that show because the spectacle that is watching that dragon breathe fire. Oh yeah, <laughs> is like the most like awe-inspiring moment of that whole show. Yeah. Outside of maybe the pirate ship coming in or the Mark Twain coming in. Those yeah. are also big moments, but outside of those two things, the dragon is like the thing. <laughs> That's uh, like the bad, like that the is villain. The <laughs> villain in that show. <laughs> so if you're not going to invest in bringing that back the way that it needs to be, just stop doing it and find another thing to do because I'm probably not going to spend my time waiting around for that show in that form and maybe glad that i went and took my kids last time we were there to see that because i don't i don't know doesn't sound like they're going to be working on bringing that back and that makes me sad it is sad for sure and yeah maybe it'll uh lessen the crowds in that area (laughs) i think i really do (laughs) I don't, uh, I I really don't think we're the only ones that think this about that show. Yeah. Just uh, give it the old 86, 86 it or whatever they say these days. 86 it or fix it. (laughs) That's, that's my motto. Yep. Just kidding. Um, Cool. Well, let's, uh, let's now dive into this week's stuff. Unless there was anything you wanted to add about last week. No, like I said, I haven't listened. All right. Well, uh, the holidays, folks, like it or not, they're coming up quick. Oh, Uh, yes. So um, (laughs) Disneyland has announced their holiday season dates, which is going to be November 10th through January 7th, which, again, they could easily close the Haunted Mansion November 1st and reopen Haunted Mansion holiday basically in time for the holidays there. Might take a few days extra, but anyway, enough on that. <laughs> uh, just as far as things coming back this year, uh, between those dates, you're going to have the um, the Festival of Holidays. So Sip and Saver Pass will be returning for that. Um, looks like, uh, let's see, Disney Viva Navidad. We'll be back as well. Um, We've also got uh, It's a Small World Holiday, the Haunted Mansion Holiday, 
of course. And then over in California Adventure, Luigi's Joy to the World and Mater's Jingle Jamboree will be returning. And uh, yeah, Christmas Fantasy Parade over at Disneyland. Believe in Holiday Magic will be returning. Um, there's also a holiday time at the Disneyland Resort guided tour that is offered, which is pretty cool. It also comes with uh, reserved viewing for a Christmas fantasy parade. And then World of Color Season of Light will be here for uh, the holidays in California Adventure, along with uh, stuff in downtown Disney as usual. But uh, yeah, that's a, that's about it. <laughs> so. Just wanted everybody to know that those dates were announced. I would love to go for the holidays. It's been so long since yeah. I've been there for Christmas. Oh, Your Christmas season. Love that. So maybe at some point it will happen. But uh, speaking of, we already spoke of the hat box ghost coming to Walt Disney World in the most annoying place that they could possibly put it. Speaking of that, uh, Hatbox Ghost Tiki Mug, a new one, will be available at Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar today as this episode is being released August 9th. So it is the third edition Hatbox Ghost from Trader Sam's. It's, uh, it's awesome. There's a limit of uh, two, I think, per per person, and you have to be 21 or older to purchase. So, sounds like even if you get a non-alcoholic version, which is available, um, still have to be 21 and over to purchase. So, kids, ask your parents to buy me one. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, they're also um, doing a, uh, it looks like a Jose Tiki mug. Celebrating the 60th anniversary. So limited amount of the first edition Disneyland Resort are remaining. Not sure if they're still there or not, but it is pretty cool looking. So. Go get you some. I've never been over to Trader Sam's. I actually haven't either. I rarely go that way. <laughs> if I if I'm going that way, I just want to get back to the, my hotel is essentially what I'm doing at that point. Yeah, um, I've wanted to. I've always been like, when I get to my hotel for the the evening, I'll go have dinner at Trader Sam's, have some ramen. Maybe a Dole Whip. I don't know. With and then, without, but uh, <laughs> but you know, I'm not judging those that would get it with rum. But uh, yeah, and I never do. I'm just like, I'm too tired, or oh, I'm going to uh, an after hours event that night. <laughs> it was my last one, so kind of put a stop in that, but. Looks like they've got good food there and non-alcoholic beverages. So why not? Yeah, I do want to go check it out one of these days. 
one of these days for sure. And I always say that about like Black Tap. Yeah. I'm going to go eat there one time. I and say I that just... every time, actually. And I never <laughs> do. There's too much to eat at the park. Yep. So, all right. Last thing is will Disneyland be going down under to Australia? Who knows? Who knows? But uh, there is some news on that um, that I have snagged from the Daily Mail. Um, Says Australia could soon be getting its own Disneyland theme park in Melbourne with the city's top official voicing her support for the idea and an ideal site for the development named Lord Mayor Sally Capps said the city was regaining its reputation as the country's tourism capital after a few hard years of COVID lockdowns and the entertainment giant would be exactly the right fit. A down under Disney has been floated in the past, but now a prime piece of land already earmarked for an entertainment precinct near Avalon Airport, which is southwest of Melbourne and near Geelong. <laughs> I think that's how you say that. Uh, it says the owner of the Sepultsfield and Penny's Hill wineries called for the McLaren Vale in South Australia to host the world's seventh Disneyland. However, Miss Cap firmly believes Melbourne surrounds would be the ideal spot for Disneyland. So uh, interesting stuff there. It sounds like uh, there's been talks. Uh, this isn't the first time, I guess, that Disney has thought of the idea. Um, I don't know if Disney's even thinking of the idea right now, but uh, Australia obviously is. <laughs> Um, the uh, Lord Mayor of Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, the Lord Mayor. Um, speaking of the Lord Mayor, uh, she said, I know a Disney theme park in our municipality would be a huge hit with residents, myself included, visitors, students, and traders. She said that the uh, city already had world-class hotels and shopping and dining precincts that could accommodate interstate and overseas visitors. Um, but it says that while she painted a picture of roller coasters towering over the Yara at Fisherman's Bend as part of Disneyland's Magic Kingdom or Animal Kingdom, there is a far more likely site already on offer. So this isn't the only place in Australia that is wanting Disney there. So um, I guess there's a huge tract of land an hour South of Melbourne um, that has already been set aside for entertainment. Uh, it says Disney, uh, David Fox chairman of the Avalon airport and son of billionaire trucking magnate, Lindsay Fox has reportedly previously held meetings with Disney so uh, it sounds like people have already been uh, talking to Disney in another area of Australia. Um, David Fox did say there's an entertainment precinct that we've defined. I wouldn't say for a Disneyland at this moment in time, but anything is possible. Um, so, yeah, uh, could be interesting. 
to see a Disney Dan Ende. Hopefully I did that uh, accent justice, but uh, it would be, it would be very interesting. Um, And uh, I was going to ask, ask Brian his thoughts, uh, but I don't know where he is. He, uh, he has left his camera. So hopefully all is well, but uh, yeah, as far as, excuse me, as far as a, Disneyland Dan and uh, I like the ideas uh, well my ideas of what uh, could be involved in this Disneyland Dan and uh, because uh I don't know I've uh, I keep thinking like Bluey would be a really good character to have at least in California Adventure um oh and here's Brian now that I've finished with the article and wanting to ask his opinions. Uh, what are your thoughts on an Australian Disneyland down under? I can't hear you. You're uh, you're muted, sir. Sorry, I was dealing with children, so I muted. Kids, I forgot man. that I muted. So yeah, my <laughs> wife left to go on a walk, so I'm in charge. <laughs> um, anyway. It's probably just another international park I won't get to go to. So if Disney wants to make the uh, investment in going to the land down under, uh, more power to them. Uh, I would like to say that I'd be able to go to it. Maybe one day I will, but uh, just international park travel is not anywhere near on my agenda right now. Yeah. As much as I thought it was going to be here pretty soon, it's not. <laughs> so, well, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what I was thinking was, what could they do that's special in uh, the Disneyland Dan and uh, and I thought they just released a bunch of new Bluey episodes, so Bluey's on my mind. I was just saying how like I think Bluey would be great to bring to at least california adventure at least the disney parks in some fashion because it's a huge hit it would do very well in the disney junior dance party right they could just do a bluey dance party oh it would be huge and people would love it the thing with bluey is i feel like it's got a fan base not only with the little kids but even the parents like (laughs) i've (laughs) met a lot of parents that actually don't mind that bluey is on their tv constantly no because of the new episodes it's been on my tv and i've i've been finding these new episodes very humorous uh i feel like bandit is my spirit animal so but uh i don't know enough about bluey because my kids are not in that phase of life yeah so i don't know near as much about bluey as i'm sure you do i'm surprised lucy doesn't watch bluey that surprises me not on the regular yeah I, i feel like cole and lucy would be like perfect ages for it but that's just my opinion beck likes it 
Ruby likes it. And you know, I'm like sure it. if they sat down and watched it, they would. It's uh, it's funny. Yeah. The funny thing is, is it the theme song gets sung on the regular basis in our house, but nobody ever really <laughs> nobody seems watches. to watch it. <laughs> it's got good music too. Yeah, that's for sure. But uh, yeah, uh, new episodes. There's some irreverent stuff in it, like farting and poop jokes and uh i'm here for it i think it's hilarious everything a young <laughs> american child needs in their life yes which i am i'm actually surprised because they edited some of that stuff out in the earlier episodes oh really for american audiences huh. where it was Weird. left That's in for australia weird. but uh yeah i think maybe instead of a tune town Having like a bluey land for kids and families would be actually really cool that could in be. Australia. But uh, yeah, and you've got Perry the Platypus. Come on, right? True. It's his homeland, I assume. I've never heard him talk other than this platypus sound that I yeah. can't do. I can't do it either, so I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I think it sounds interesting. I would love to see what happens, what they end up putting in there, what like what rides they take from other parks to put in there. Yeah. Would they have a haunted mansion, or would they have a completely new Be like Hong type? Kong and have a whole new right? experience? I mean, Mystic or Paris, yeah, entirely different, like from yeah. anything that they had done before that's true so that's there's true. definitely some marketability with it i think that they could definitely do some some good could have uh rescuers down under true have uh some sort of ride for that that'd be awesome anyway i think it'd be cool i also think it would probably make sense to have some sort of animal kingdom type thing down there True. Or over there or whatever. Just because they have a bunch of things that like to try and kill you in Australia. And uh, they could display those things. Like the huntsman spider. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Anywho. <laughs> that will keep Sean away from uh, Disney Down Under Park. Could you imagine... No. Just like big spiders crawling around, and they're like, eh, it's Disney Down Under. I kill spiders for a living. Just get your knife out. Freak me out. <laughs> yeah. Uh I'm curious what uh what you folks would 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 want to see in an Australian Disneyland. Is Crocodile Dundee technically Disney? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I hate that. I don't know if it's really uh is that still popular? <laughs> is that hip with the kids these days? Bring it back. The crocodile on Disney Plus. The new uh Crocodile Dundee series on Disney Plus. <laughs> it's on Hulu. Fails. Crocodile Dundee. Uh, Paramount and 20th Century Studios. Uh yeah. So it was distributed by Yeah, that would probably not unless they license it for that like they uh they were gonna do with harry potter i think i discussed that yep 
once after talking to uh, Tony Baxter. That was an interesting conversation for sure. <laughs> uh, but anywho, yeah. So is it possible? Yes. Is it likely? I have no idea. <laughs> but uh, it's definitely an interesting thought. And uh, it would just be interesting to see what types of rides pop up over there. If it's a carbon copy of your typical Magic Kingdom. Or if it would be a lot different. So, Anywho. Everything should be flipped around because it's down under. <laughs> yes. Yes. They could have a whole Simpsons thing there. About the toilets flushing. Yes. The other way. <laughs> it's one of my favorite. It's a good one. <laughs> that was Australia, right? Yes, Doesn't it was. he call somebody in Australia? Yep. He has to go to. <laughs> he makes a collect call <laughs> <laughs> to Australia. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> but, oh, man. Uh, I'm going to have to watch that one again. That's a good one. <laughs> Isn't that where they're in, like, the embassy? He's like, or he's in the United States, technically, and then Australia. I think so. He's like hopping between. So. <laughs> and his punishment is getting kicked in the butt or something. Uh-huh. Bart's, I don't remember. But anyway, that's really all that uh, we've got for this week's episode. Holidays at Disneyland, Hatbox Ghost Tiki Mug, and Disneyland Dan Enda. Who knows? Who knows? I really like saying that, though. Disneyland yes, down do. and uh, down and uh. so, so now you're now you're starting to sound like a Kennedy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll uh, go to the or Disneyland Quimby. down and uh. <laughs> well, Quimby's Quimby's a Kennedy, but anyway, not not really, but. Pretty sure that's what that voice is supposed to be. Oh, yeah, big time. But uh, anyway, that's it for this week's episode. We appreciate you guys listening as always. Again, if you like the episode, please share it with those that might also enjoy it and subscribe and leave a nice five star review on the following platforms. That would again be Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, Google Play. Amazon Music, Audible, Spotify, and Reason. And of course, we're on social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And that is it. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. Please join us every week, every Wednesday, to hear the new word on the main street. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Okay, hold on. Where's my stop recording button?